0: Say, if you lost everything, how would you react? Would you crack under your fear? Would you become so angry that you just can't even think straight? Or would you find something or even someone to blame to vent out your frustrations? And honestly, all of these are very normal reactions when something bad happens to us. Like when we lose everything, everything that we work so hard for just seems to come crashing down around us. But what if you chose none of these answers? What if instead you decided to move forward with what you do have in order to begin rebuilding? And that's exactly what today's character did when he woke up in the stone world. And of course, that character is no other than the the main star of Dr. Stone, Senku Ishigami. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to The Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime. And before we get into it, just a quick reminder that if you've gotten any value out of my episode so far, feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. Because, again, I would love reading you guys' comments, and it helps me improve each and every episode. All right, that's enough wasting time with sales pitch. It's time to get into it. So again, kinda of like like how we covered last last week about Dr. Stone as a whole and what this whole season is gonna be about is the concept of going back to the basics right and and Dr Stone is literally this is literally what it is and <laughs> you can't get more basics than going back to the stone world right and just like with the questions I posed earlier with you know how would how would you react if you suddenly found yourself, you know, with no, you know, no technology, no, no other people, you know, no the only thing you see are wild animals and trees and just no signs of civilization as we know it today. I mean, how, how would you react? Me, I'd probably, probably freak out in all honestly, if all of a sudden just woke up one day and just in the middle of nowhere, no friends, no family, you don't even know how you got there, what even happened to you. And it's just, it's an the interesting premise of the story I think it's part of the reason why I like Dr. Stone so much because the premise itself is very interesting and it kind of got me into that mind that hit space like okay man that pretty is it is pretty crazy right and but that's not that's not the case for Senku right because like I said when he first wakes up he he just gets to work immediately and he takes, the, you know, takes stock of his surroundings and what is around him. And then he immediately goes into action, right? There's none of this, you know, wasting time, none of this panic. There's nothing like that. And that demeanor kind of brought me to to this verse, which is kind of ties in the whole thing with Sanku is it's Ecclesiastes chapter eight, verse one. And it says, who is like the wise person and who knows the interpretation of a matter, a person's wisdom, brightens his face and the sternness of his face has changed and essentially is going to take into account Senku's vast knowledge and subsequently his, his wisdom of, you know, science and of the modern world. And, and it really shows how he, how he uses it, not just for his own benefit, but for, for those who we're going to cover in subsequent episodes of the season, you know, how he uses his knowledge of science to essentially bring it back more or less. But before I get too far ahead, let me kind of go back into, to really understand who Senku is and just how crazy this man is. So, again, the people in Dr. Stone, the modern day people, they have been petrified for 3,700 years. And Senku was, is the first one to wake up, right? He's the first one out of all of humanity, at least as far as we know, right, to to wake up. And the thing is, he he kept an active mind mind the entirety of that. He Sanku literally counted each second after he was petrified. Now, I want you to think about that. It's thirty seven hundred years and he counted every second, not minute, not hour, days. He literally counted every second. And because of that, he knew exactly what day it was, what month it was and what year it was after he woke up. Now you know, that's, <laughs> if that's not impressive. Then I don't, I don't know what is, but the significance behind that is it really displays Senku's mental fortitude because Senku like, like a lot of us real life nerds, right? At least, especially the ones that they portray in, you know, movies and TV shows. Senku's not very physically strong, like at all. It's actually just a running gag in the series that he's, he's, actually very weak even compared to other people around his similar build but more than makes up for by having a very strong mind that can get him out of pretty much borderline any situation to be fair and the significance behind that as it, has, as it applies to us is that being mentally and spiritually tough is something that is needed to thrive in this world and basically what that means is it's it's one thing to you know to be to be physically strong to be physically able and things like that Like that's very very important not diminishing that in any type of way but people tend to get caught up in just that aspect of it and neglect their mind and their spiritual health and you know for us here our lives here it takes it takes all three the mental physical and spiritual Right, all three had to be in alignment all three needs to be Need to be strengthened and worked on, and taken, good care of, in order to really, like, like I said, just to thrive in life, not just survive it. And and I know, and here, let's say, late lately, in mean, the last couple of years, so, I have seen a bigger push for you know mental health awareness. People just just be more open and aware about those type of things I know for a long time it it wasn't necessarily taboo but it was more misunderstood right and you understand that you know hey this is a this is an actual problem right this is people are going through something each and every day that we may not even know about until it's too late right for those who aren't strong enough or those who think they're not strong enough to get through it you know they end up doing something that they can never take back. Right. And now they're gone and their loved ones are left thinking about, you know, asking the woulda, coulda, shouldas, what could I have done? What should I have done? You know, could have done anything to help them. I didn't even know they were going through this. Right. And what, I and it's, it's heartbreaking and extremely sad to really think about, but that's the reality of it. Right. And, for, for those of you listening out there who, who are either a going through something that you feel like you can't share or whatever the case may be. And for those who may not be going through something, but you, maybe, you know, someone who is, or, you know, even if you don't, right. I want, I want all of us to get to a place, even if it's just one person, right. That we just feel comfortable confiding in and just really being real with, you know, you know, just lay it all out, pour it all out, I mean, someone who, if anything, just to listen, it doesn't have to be a person at that point. (laughs) You can be your, your family pet, right? You can be a dog or a cat or a bird, but then, but now seriously, it's all about expressing yourself, your real self and your full in fullness and just, just be vulnerable. Right. And again, that's how God wants us. He wants us to come to him with all of our mess that we're going through. Right. And to not carry that burden alone. Right. So of course, go to God, go to God first and foremost in all things, but also go to your fellow man here too. Because again, we're the ones here on earth dealing with that. Right. And and honestly, you never know. Some lifelong friendships may just start and grow from that you know, or they may just think you're weird. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be honest. We're, we're all of us are a, a little weird in some form or fashion. I mean, we, we watch anime, but, <laughs> and we and back to, back to Senku. Um, but yeah, so again, Senku really ex- exemplifies what it means to have a extremely sharp, strong and resilient mind. And of course, it translates to his willpower because again, that, Counting the second, every second for thirty seven hundred years is that's not easy, right? <laughs> that's not easy. I can't I can't even count to a hundred without messing up at some point or getting distracted or you know other things like that. But that just shows how capable of a person Senku really is with what he has, and so that kind of brings us to to the next point, right? So Senku. Senku's whole motive and mission throughout the story is essentially to bring modern society back to the Stone Age, right? Or bring it, bring the Stone Age out of the Stone Age. Words escape me right now, but esen- essentially to bring everything that was lost back. You know, it's just nice and nice and simple, right? And part of, and the key to that is Senku's vast knowledge of science, right? Because he's because the thing that for me that that gets me with this series is that it's not so much that he just has the knowledge he knows how to apply it right like he's able to create modern things like a cell phone you know a car What's the other thing like telescopes and you know just all types of refrigerator things that we have nowadays and you think okay how can he possibly make these things in the stone age and my answer to that is go watch the anime but <laughs> but no, I just go to show you how just knowing a lot of stuff isn't enough you actually have to apply it right you have to apply it. you have to keep applying it even when it's wrong even when you're not sure if it's going to work out you have to at least try and, and do it and and this one the one thing I really love about this whole you know this kind of idea about going back to the basics right and And for each of each of the characters I'm going to cover in in this season, they all exemplify that that idea of going back to the basics in different ways. And Senku's way is essentially using your previous knowledge, your previous experiences that you've already gone through in order to essentially rebuild from the ground up. Right again, like I think I, I think I said in the last episode, you're, you see YouTube videos of people all the time who are like, if, if I were to, you know, learn how to trade stocks again in 2023, if I were to learn how to, you know, do real estate, if I were to learn how to create YouTube videos, 2023, and these are people who are already at the top of their fields, or, you know, even, even if they're mid-level in their fields, you know, essentially they they're not novices anymore, right? They've, They've been in it for a while. they know they've found what works for them, and they've they've been successful at it, but they make these videos for a reason to one help new people, and two, I truly believe it's to help you know create new ideas for them right to get in that mind space again of okay, when I was you know just starting out on my career what was what were the things that are available to me then, and what could I replace with the things that are available to, available to me now and see you know and see what I can use. And that's pretty much what all Senku does, right? He, he sees what was available to him. And he recalls what, you know, what things were available back 3,700 years ago in modern times. And he sees what he can make out of it. And, and honestly, he, he just relies on his basic understanding of the world. And, and what makes the world tick in order to him improve himself, like his own living conditions and things like that. And those around him. because Senku goes on to found what they call the kingdom of science, whereas, you know, he goes and essentially finds the survivors or the descendants of the survivors of the, the world petrification. And he essentially brings science to them and shows them all the wondrous, wonderful things that they can do for people. And honestly, it's just, it's really amazing how they, how they take to it. Because at first, you know, he's this random outsider spitting nonsense about, you know, this science stuff. And then he shows them what it can do and how it can benefit all of humanity. And now, you know, they're his best supporters. And and honestly, it's honestly pretty cool. And, and again, so I'm going to kind of go kind of backtrack just a little bit. Please forgive me. Kind of going over the idea of you know using what you have, right? And because each of each of us have different gifts, have different things available to us. I mean, different circumstances, different gifts, different experiences. All these things that who that make us unique, that make us who who we are. Essentially, these are all valuable things that we can bring, not just in this post-apocalyptic type scenario, right? But just in our everyday lives, right? When we're whether you're, you know, work, you do work on a team project, when you're in school, or you're at you know, at home with your family, and even when you're just by yourself, being aware of these things and knowing how to apply your strengths to whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're working on, I think that's that's just a fundamental skill that isn't really taught, right? And I think for a long time I didn't believe it could be taught because again you're talking about your own experiences, your own passions your own strengths and things like that but there's a certain level most of it is self-work that you have to do that you have to discover for yourself and just experiment with but I do believe that again if you find somebody who's further along in in their journey than you are you know who's you know more experienced in life more experienced in what it is that you're trying to do who can kind of show you the do's and don'ts and kind of give you some helpful tips and tricks that may or may not help you know, help you. But Hey, at least, you know, they've already, someone else has already tried this. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Right. And again, that's back to the whole thing of using, using what you have at your disposal. Right. And that doesn't just mean your own experiences. You can leverage the experience and talents of other people. Right. That's why, that's why sites like Fiverr exist. Little people don't know what Fiverr is It's a freelance service where freelancers go and they just, They post their skills, more or less, you know, whatever it is, digital marketing, you know, graphic design, podcast creation, wink, um, things like that. And you just go, you could pay them, pay somebody else to do something that you can't do in order to essentially make your idea come to life. And so I just want to make sure people are aware of not just their own strength, but the strength of those around them as well. And. And honestly, the biggest thing is don't get caught up on what you don't know or what you can't do. Just do what you can with what you can and do it to the best of your ability. Because at the end of the day, that's all any of us can do is just do our best. Right. I'm not asking you to do my best. I'm not asking you to do your parents best, your siblings best, your boss's best. You know, everyone, we're all at different levels. We're all at different stages of life of you know, our careers, our journeys, you know, this, this whole, this, this thing we call life. Right. And it's crazy to ask somebody to live up to somebody else's expectations. And as crazy as that sounds, we tend to do that with ourselves anyway. Right. We tend to try to live up to other people's expectations of us when they're not us. Like <laughs> just think about that. That's really, really crazy. At least to me, maybe I'm alone in this. I don't know. Yeah, just let me know in the comments or something if if that seems crazy to you, too. But, you know, if when you're only living for your own expectations, when you're only trying to live up to your own expectations and you have realistic expectations about yourself, you know, not not dealing with the perfectionist aspect of it. And I'm speaking from personal experience because. For the longest time, and truthfully, even sometimes now, I have a per- perfectionist tendencies to you know I need to get everything just right and perfect the first time, every time, and again, I'm human, so that's never that never happens and before it used to hold me back, used to stop me from even starting something so even attempting something new, but now. Now that I'm a little bit older and I've gone through that and do a lot of self reflection and just, and just been in prayer about it. And yes, God just said, told me like, Hey, you need to let, let yourself off the hook, right? That's essentially what it all. Perfectionism is you holding yourself on the hook for, you know, to try to live up to this grand idea that you have in your head. That's never going to happen because you're not perfect. Right. And, but you expect yourself to be perfect. And that's kind of where this whole thing starts and it goes. And then you just think you're, ne- you're never good enough. You know, I don't deserve this. De- I can't do that. And that's when the negative self talk starts to really creep in. But I'm just here to remind you just, Hey, forget all that, throw all of that out, out, out your mind, out the window. Like You're going to, you're going to suck at stuff. You probably suck at stuff now. I know I do. And that's okay. <laughs> really? It's okay. I think point of all this is just really to let you guys know that it's okay. It's okay to suck. It's okay to fail. It's okay. It's okay to give up. Right. I mean, I know on a lot of motivational kind of uplifting things like you know, don't give up, don't quit and things like that. I say it's okay. As long as you don't stay there, that's the key. That is the key. Cause if you're doing something that's not, giving you results. If it doesn't, if it just doesn't feel right, then by all means, stop and pivot. Well, stop, pray about it, think about it and then pivot. Right. Because I mean, I've tried a lot of different things in my life that just, it just didn't feel right to me. Right. It just didn't feel like it wasn't me. It wasn't what I wanted to do. And instead of just being a you know, just a bullhead and just running straight through it, keep to keep going about something that I just didn't feel like it was me I just stopped prayed about it asked God to show me if if this was what he wanted me to do if it was if it was something else and then just kind of take it take it from that point and then do what you want with it and I mean honestly that's that's it those these are these are just the building blocks that I want you guys to kind of get from this is that you know it's okay to fail it's okay to try new things and fail and we're all gonna suck right until we Keep going, keep getting better, keep getting consistent with it, and just start building up that confidence, and then you can get to your know, senku level of knowledge and just complete dominance over your field. Right? I mean, senku has complete another dominance. And I think, for my understanding, he may be the smartest, or maybe the second smartest person in the entire series. But I think he, I think he is the smartest. I can't readily recall right now, but yeah, and that that just started from him experimenting. Right. I mean, I think that's part of the the whole thing about, you know, science, engineering, things like that. And like, feels like that. I mean, even things like cooking and, you know, artwork and media, all these things come from experimentation and experimentation means there's a possibility that you're going to fail, that this artwork isn't going to resonate with people or this project is going to blow up in your face. Right. And if you stop there, then the the greatness that you have in you, the, that grand idea, the purpose that God put you on this earth for is just going to fizzle out because you you can handle the pain. You can handle the stress, the suffering. And I'm, like, hey, I'm just being honest, right? Because I had to be honest with myself about this stuff too. I was like, you can't, you can't allow yourself to stop, right? Because, God put you here for a reason. You still have breath in your lungs for a purpose, right? I don't know what that purpose is. That's between you and God that pray and ask and reflect on about and to really go about it that way. But once you do, and then it's up to you to work on it and to refine it. And that's not going to be easy. It's not going to be quick, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be so much worth it. And and the beginning of that is going back to the basics right when i get every new venture that you start with new skill new task whatever it always starts from the ground up we go back we start with the basic building blocks you know, and then we just build up from there and keep going keep going keep going the tower's going to fall over and you have to start back over but now you can just, you can build that tower back up faster because you already know how the pieces line up right and eventually you're going to get to the top. And you are like, man, look at all the work I did. Look at all the stuff I put in, you know, and I, I didn't give up. man. now I'm at this level now. And then you're going to look up and see, oh, man, there's a whole bunch of other levels that I can I can still go up and reach. And for me, that's awesome. Right. That I love that aspect because you get to continuously improve yourself, continue to really push yourself, push yourself to really strive for a just 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 to I don't know, just better yourself right I mean mean, again like I always say you at the end of every episode you know we are the main characters of our of our stories right and I don't know about you but I don't want to be some wimpy main character I don't want to be just someone who just gives up all the time and cries and complains I don't want to see that I don't want to see that on the shows that I watch so why would I want to be like that right and again that doesn't mean it's gonna be easy it doesn't mean it's not gonna be filled with heartache and headache and all the other aches, but again, it's gonna be worth it uh, So again, in summary, it's a Senku story, you know, it encourages us to essentially tap into our own strengths and just to keep learning and adapting and just to make the most of what we have in order to th- just to thrive in this life. Right. When adversity hits us in the face, we know that we are equipped to, to go through it, you know, to hit it back, hit adversity back in the face. Take that. <laughs> Anyway I just want to thank you guys For tuning in to today's episode And hopefully If you guys are new, new listeners I didn't scare you off Please come back Because next week We're going to look at a character Whose resourcefulness Pretty much rivals Senku's genius And that's the stone world's You know man of science himself Chrome And like I say again I just want to thank you all For tuning in today's episode And I pray that you got What you needed out of it And hopefully you learned Something new about yourself and if you didn't, you know, take some time to just reflect on what you heard today and see what you what you comes out of it. And always remember, you are the main character of your story. And that story doesn't end until he says so. All right. Be blessed.